the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You have no doubt heard maybe read on Joe Biden's Twitter that this uh, $3.5 trillion budget he once approved will cost $0. That's a neat trick. I wish I could do budgeting like that. I wish I could spend $3.5 trillion and spend nothing. What does he mean by that? Well, it's a lie. Of course, everything out of the man's mouth is. What he means is it won't add anything to the national debt. If you believe that, well... I bet that I could hook you up with someone who has a London Bridge for sale to you at a bargain rate in London, Ohio. Uh, Many other people are saying differently. They are panning this clear falsehood by the Biden administration in a tweet. Remember Twitter? Remember when Orange Man bad Twitter, bad tweets? Remember that? Well, this is Joe Biden's Twitter. My Build Back Better agenda costs zero dollars. Instead of wasting money on tax breaks, loopholes, and tax evasion, we can make a once-in-a-generation investment in working America. And it adds zero dollars to the national debt. Sure, sure, Joe. Here is what the Heritage Foundation's David Ditch says. The $3.5 trillion in spending and tax credits combined with at least $2 trillion in tax hikes, will add to the debt and have a tremendous cost to the economy and to the health of American families. Now, the Heritage Foundation, good organization, says this will hit families in taxes, families making as little as $30,000 per year. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about Biden's promise not to raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year? Oh, I hate to tell you this. He lied to you. He lied to you. So Biden is contending that Um, he's going to raise taxes and he's going to do tax credits and all this stuff and we're going to erase and reprint and repurpose and presto changeo, it costs nothing. Uh, The Heritage Foundation says, the bottom line is that the costs are real and deserve more attention from the media. (laughs) Good luck with that. Committee for Responsible Federal Budget estimates Biden's bill could cost... (gasps) Five and a half trillion over 10 years. Wonderful. I should go have a conversation with my daughters tonight about the money they have in their bank account saving for college. Your Uncle Joe would like to get his hands on that, dear. Here's the quote from the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. Contrary to Biden's statements, $3.5 trillion more in government spending would likely cost the private economy, not just $3.5 trillion, but probably more. That's because extracting every additional dollar of taxes causes about $1.50 of damage or deadweight losses to the private economy. 
you can't say Biden without dead weight. When taxes rise, individuals and businesses reduce their productive activities and private output falls. Yes! Yes! Funny how those Reagan tax cuts and those Trump tax cuts always spurred economic growth, isn't it? But Democrats never met a person they did not want to tax. Uh, In Florida, Ron DeSantis' popularity is soaring. He's running for re-election next year. Saw a poll the other day on Ron DeSantis that he's gained like 20 points on Donald Trump. I have said, and I will maintain, Donald Trump's usefulness to the Republican Party is to rally the troops, not to run for president. We want the election in 2024 to be about the future, not about the past. I love Donald Trump's policies. I hope he someday backtracks from his statement that I don't understand why I would ever need forgiveness. Ah, We all need it, Donald. You too. But he could be a transformative force in American politics if he will have the humility. Yes, I know. If he will have the humility to allow our deep Republican bench, led by, in my opinion, Ron DeSantis, Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton, Nikki Haley, uh, by the way, one of the people that I used to put on that bench, on that D-bench, is in town today. Christy Nome, the governor of South Dakota, is speaking tonight uh, at a hotel in the Polaris area. She's speaking at a fundraiser for the Delaware County Republican Party. Yes, we requested her. No, they declined. Uh, Christy Nome is in the news today. There are rumors uh, that, uh, reports rather, not just rumors, there are reports out there uh, that she... Uh, has uh, injected herself to advantage her daughter as a real estate appraiser in South Dakota. And when that didn't get enough traction, then they started with the reports that she'd had an affair with Donald Trump's campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski. Look, I don't know if she did or didn't. She's saying absolutely, positively not. Um, you know, a horrendous lie is what she says it is. But I'd be less than truthful if I didn't if I mentioned Christy Nome's name and I didn't tell you what is out there in the news about her. But I'm I'm led to believe, I mean, I'm, I'm inclined to believe. Let me say it that way. I'm inclined to believe when you're targeted, it means that you're perceived as a big threat to the left. So if Christy Nome is targeted in a perverse way, uh, she should take it as a compliment. It means they take her seriously as a threat to Joe Biden. We know they hate Ron DeSantis. Um, there's this <laughs> there's this commercial out there now in Florida about getting Ron DeSantis out of office. And it plays a bunch of Ron DeSantis audio. And the lack of self-awareness on the left is such that everything they play that like, hey, listen to this. This is a reason to get rid of Ron DeSantis. It's like a campaign commercial for Ron DeSantis. Like standing up for no mask mandate, standing up for no vaccine mandate. Now he's standing up for the health of Florida's citizens because in one of the most vindictive, evil transparently twisted moves he's ever made, and that's saying something. Joe Biden, 
who finally came around on the utility of monoclonal antibodies as a treatment for COVID. Biden now has done everything he can do to keep monoclonal antibodies, which the federal government controls most of them. He's doing everything he can to keep the monoclonal antibody supply out of access to Florida citizens. This is something Ron DeSantis made clear last night in an appearance on Hannity. This works. And here's the thing. When it was apparent that it worked, that is when the Biden administration decided to take from Florida and to cut our allotment. And so what we had to do, and the reason is, is they control all the Regeneron. They have a deal with them. Uh, So they dramatically cut our our supply. So what we did, we did a deal with GlaxoSmithKline, who also has an effective monoclonal antibody called Citrovimab. So we now have that in the state of Florida. And our message to Floridians is we want to get you the treatment you need. And Biden doesn't want to give it to you, but I'm going to come hell or high water do whatever. I can to get it for you. Ron DeSantis barely won election as Florida's governor. He's going to win re-election by 7 to 10 points. And I know know the Democratic Party will spend a ton of money. Why do you think they're importing Haitian migrants into Florida? To try to skew the election and turn the state back blue. I mean, in the grand design of the Democratic Party... Let's flood Texas and Florida with illegal immigrants. Oh, I'm sorry, Alexandro or Alejandro Mayorkas. What does he call them? What is his stupid politically correct term? Non-citizens. Illegal immigrants. He wants to flood Texas and Florida with them. Arizona, too. He's already got New Mexico. To turn all those states blue. Good luck winning an election ever nationally if you don't have not just California, which is the biggest electoral prize, but if you don't have California, New York, Florida, or Texas, there's no chance. There's permanent Democratic rule. And they know they can't win on ideas because they have none that aren't sheer lunacy. So we'll just just cook the books. We'll just uh, shave points. We'll just fix the score. We'll get universal mail-in voting in California. We'll try to get it in other states. We'll give votes to people who aren't citizens. And we'll always be in power. That's the plan. And it's, sadly, pretty, I don't want to say smart, because I don't want to reward that kind of behavior. It's, It's evil but effective. And if you thought that problem went away, well, it's only only 15,000 migrants, Bruce. Probably not enough to sway an election. Guess how many more are on the way? I'll have the number for you next on The Bruce Hooley Show. We will hand the baton to Dennis Prager, top of the hour. The wise one will take you to Seb Gorka at three. Charlie Kirk, then probably Carl Jackson after that. Uh, that's our evening's programming here on 989 The Answer. And you can always listen at 989TheAnswer.com. Leave us a message after hours, 844-TALK-989. We listen to those 
every day, send me an email, bruce at 989theanswer.com. Get your tickets to the Ohio Leadership Forum, an evening with the Republican Senate candidates. October the 24th, Genoa and Westerville, CCV, Center for Christian Virtue, and The Answer bring it to you. Your chance to get to know, to see, to learn about, and formulate smartly who you will support to succeed Rob Portman in the U.S. Senate. Will it be Bernie Moreno, Mike Gibbons, Matt Dolan, J.D. Vance, Josh Mandel, Jane Timken? They'll all be on stage. Not every candidate. You have to hit certain benchmarks and fundraising and polling and things of that nature, but a great evening. Looking forward to being there for that. Uh, Here in Ohio, we are a staunchly center-right state. And hopefully uh, we will not find ourselves in the crosshairs of the Biden administration's electoral college fix scandal. It's clear to me they're trying to turn Texas and Florida into blue states by flooding them with illegal immigrants. There were 15,000 Haitian migrants under a bridge in Del Rio, Texas. Now they're all gone. Where are they? Well... 12,000 of them have been embedded into U.S. cities, like Orlando, hmm, Florida. How about that? Alejandro Mayorkas, your laughably named homeland security expert and czar, said uh, yesterday that 20%, 20%, one in five, 20 of 100 of the 12,000, that's 200 of every 1,000, that's over 1,000 people have been embedded into the U.S. who have, according to Alejandro Mayorkas, a left-winger's left-winger, 20% rate of illness, that's COVID and other diseases. Lovely. Were they tested? Were they vaccinated? No. But you got to get a booster. you got to get vaccinated if you want to work for, mm, pick the company. So, how many more migrants might be on the way? By the way, anybody going to do an investigation into all of a sudden 15,000 Haitian migrants come from South America Walk up through the jungles, through Mexico. I was led to believe that's pretty dangerous. The federales, not averse to taking a bribe, not averse to shooting you if they don't get the bribe they want. How do those people get safe passage to Del Rio, Texas? Who's financing that, George Soros? Who's financing that, I said. Now, according to the Foreign Minister of Panama, Erika Moñez, said during an interview this week that there are as many as 60,000 migrants, mostly Haitian, poised to make their way north to the U.S. border. This according to Axios. Panama is expecting more migrants to cross through the dangerous jungles of the Darien Gap this month than in all of 2019. Wow, really? More this month than in all of 2019. Does anybody have any idea what changed from 2019? Why would all these people be coming through these dangerous jungles now instead of in 2019? Hmm, I can't think. I can't possibly think of a reason. 
Oh, wait, here it is. The Panamanian prime minister, foreign minister rather, says, let's recognize that they are all heading toward the U.S. because of the magnet that the Biden administration's policies have created to incentivize illegal immigration. Mm. Mm. She apparently did not get the memo from Alejandro Mayorkas that they are not illegal immigrants. They are non-citizens. Non-citizens. More than 85,000 migrants, Axios says, have passed through Panama since January. Most of them Haitians. Roughly 20,000 to 25,000 Haitians have already made the trek to the U.S.-Mexico border, with most being allowed to enter the United States. Lovely. Lovely. And vote in future elections. No doubt. I wish I had something more uplifting for you to end the show, but I'm called to a story on the OhioPressNetwork.com. You can read it yourself. This is where you get good, objective journalism. From Jack Windsor, frequent guest on this show, and other reporters. They do what the other uh, leftist sites like uh, statenews.org and uh, dispatch.com don't do. They actually go out and get a constitutional lawyer to take a view of something as consequential as a anti-vaccine mandate policy in the state of Ohio. And what it appears to me from reading this outstanding story at ohiopressnetwork.com, where they interview Maurice Thompson of the 1851 uh, Center, a constitutional law initiative, what it appears to me is that Ohio Republican legislators are coming up with a compromise bill on vaccine mandates that's really not going to do much more for you to protect you, but it's going to do a lot to give them something that they can say, hey, we pa- hey, we passed a bill. Yeah, good for you, passing a bill. Does the bill actually do what we would like for it to do, which is, you know, call me crazy. We'd like an anti-vaccine mandate bill to make vaccine mandates illegal. Would that be too much to ask? Bob Cup? Would that be too much? Apparently it would be. Maurice Thompson has looked at House Bill 435, which would allow a private business to require proof of vaccine or a negative test of customers. Uh, It would not take effect for three months after Mike DeWine signs it. The Ohio Chamber of Commerce does not like this bill. In fact, they are among a group of businesses who butted into the matter yesterday and kept this bill from being voted on on the House floor as it was expected to be voted on. Here's what Maurice Thompson says about the impact of House Bill 435 if it becomes law. Consequently, House Bill 435 will have little to no impact. Since deadlines for all known school and employment vaccination requirements are prior to 2022. The most likely effect, Thompson said, if not the only effect of the bill, will be to expedite vaccination requirements as a condition of schooling and employment. As written, it is difficult to conclude that the bill is anything other than an attempt to compel vaccination of as many Ohioans as possible during the remainder of 2021. 
Mm. That's certainly not the story they're telling us on the Republican side of the aisle. Thompson concludes his remarks to the OhioPressNetwork.com by saying this, My conclusion is that House Bill 435 is either well-intentioned but poorly drafted or ill-intentioned and drafted to deceive. As currently drafted, there is little reason for those who are pro-choice on COVID vaccinations to support this bill. Meaning, if you are standing up for freedom and liberty and you get to make your own choice, (laughs) you know, your body, your choice. No baby involved. I'm on board with that. Uh, Maurice Thompson says, no. You either got to make it emergency legislation, and you got to give people protections that this bill does not give them. So that is where we are. Man, it's bad when the Republicans aren't doing the job we hired them to do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.